old-fashioned football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN, and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. We're also brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. Hey, what's up? This is Sam Ocho, and you're listening to Old Fashioned Football. Old-fashioned football. You make this deal right now, you pancake-eating mother... All right, deal! Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. If you're wondering who you're listening to, this is Justin. You can find me on Twitter at jmarkfootball. We're going to be talking about the AFC South, but before we talk about the AFC South, bleh, words, I don't even want to talk about them. I can't even say them. The AFC South, let me bring in my co-host, my partner on the pod and my partner in life, Miranda. You can find her on Twitter at jmarkswifey, Mer. How you doing today? I am doing good. Better than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, words are a challenge, apparently. You know, I, mer, mer. I uh, corrected my boss's boss last week, I believe it was. Finally corrected him. It's not mere, it's oh mer. Gosh, and he again. said <laughs> he's been corrected before to a Miranda who wants to go by mere. Not a what? Miranda that goes by mer. I, I can't. I can't. No. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Spelled the same way, but they said mirror. Yes, correct. Incorrect. Okay, well, it's Mer Miranda. <laughs> How are you doing today? I just said I'm you doing better really than you. Me, <laughs> you. Usually, you give me a little bit more. I'd sp- I'm tired today. Honestly, it's been a long day. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, That's fair. work was a little rough today, so I'm exhausted. That does not mean that I'm not ready to talk some football with you. Yeah, and get into the. AFC South, which I feel like after looking at these players compared to last week when we did the NFC North, <laughs> I just, these are not my targets for fantasy football. Are you telling me you're <laughs> going to target more NFC North players than AFC South? Absolutely. 1,000%. <laughs> well, like I said, and like you said, we're continuing our division previews. Keep checking back each week because we're going to go over them. And if you missed last week, NFC North, hey, guess what? Your draft likely hasn't happened, so go back and get it, uh, or listen to it. I go guess back you don't and get, get it. it. Go back and get it. <laughs> get get <that>. some. <laughs> but today we're talking about the AFC South, which of course is who? The Titans, the Texans, the Jags, and the Colts. Yes, that is correct. And before we keep going, what are we drinking today? Today, we are just having an old-fashioned on the show we will not be reviewing because tomorrow we are releasing a Whiskey Wednesday episode. And in preparation for that episode, we are drinking our old fashions with Uncle Nearest. Yeah. That leads me into tomorrow's episode. We will have Victoria Edie Butler on the show. We'll be interviewing her. She is the master blender, master whiskey blender. Yes. 
for Uncle Nearest. She is the great-great-granddaughter of Nearest Green. Yeah. Which is where Uncle Nearest gets its name. And I don't think I said what year we're drinking. We're drinking the 1884 in our Old Fashions today, which is one that we've reviewed on our show before. Yeah. So I'm not going to get into too many details because... We've reviewed this one before. We're also going to have a full episode tomorrow with Victoria Edie Butler talking Uncle Nearest. If there is time on the show, she might be walking us through the 1856 and the rye. Yeah. Which, if, if there's not time, we will still be reviewing those tomorrow. And I think we'll go ahead and compare the 1884 tomorrow, too. Yeah, we I didn't think- really talk on if we were going to bring this one back tomorrow. I think we should. I do too. I want, I'm curious to see the difference between the 56 and the 84. Mm-hmm. Um, so and the 84 is a small batch whiskey and the 56 is just their premium whiskey. Yeah. And then of course the rye, which I'm very excited for. Right. A hundred proof rye. hundred proof. Which you don't see very often. No. Um, yeah. We don't want to give too much away because we're going to de- dive into that tomorrow. However, just as a little teaser, if you're wondering like, hmm, do I want to tune into that? But as you said, it's his great-great-granddaughter, Nearest Green's great-great-granddaughter. Nearest Green started the process, or invented, I should say, the process, Mm -hmm. that makes a Tennessee whiskey a Tennessee whiskey. He did this as a slave. Yes. And when he was in his 30s, he taught this young man. Jack Daniels. Well, yes, this young man (laughs) who was 16 years old how to distill and to do this Mm -hmm. process. And yeah, it was Jack Daniel. Now everybody thinks Jack Daniel is the, I guess, father or king or godfather, whatever you want to say, of Tennessee whiskey. But that's not quite true. Technically, it was Nearest Green. Yeah, imagine that. Just kind of interesting. I mean, those things happened a lot, I think. But I'm very excited to talk with Victoria E.D. Butler, for sure. Yes, I'm very excited. Before we keep going, I want to let you know that we're brought to you by Edge Boost. SGPN is excited to announce an exclusive early access partnership with EdgeBoost, the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card. Similar to buy now, pay later programs like Affirm and Afterpay, EdgeBoost enables you to double your bet with no interest and pay back the advance over four equal weekly installments. That's right, 0% interest. Simply deposit funds into your account and EdgeBoost will match the deposit so you can use the two times the funds on any legal sports betting site. Edge currently offers up to $2,500 in advances as you build a repayment history. With this special offer, the first 500 SGPN users will start at a $1,000 advance limit and the next 2,500 will start at $500. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Must be 20 years or older to use. Only valid in legal gambling states. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All righty, Miranda. Before we start talking about these AFC South guys, I just really want to talk about my Dynasty League real quick. <laughs> I We talked last week about the trade with Christian Watson. I got Christian mm-hmm. Watson and two first-rounders. And I just wanted to tell you that I turned those two first-rounders. I uh, traded one. Plus Desmond Ritter, Deontay Johnson, and Mike Gesicki for Marvin Jones, your guy Jamal Williams. The 103, which I took Jordan Addison with, I traded up because I really wanted Jordan Addison. And then the 303. And then I traded my 111 for A.J. Dillon and the 205 because 111 seemed too high for Rasheed Rice. 
So I thought I'm going to trade that away, trade back, also get A.J. Dillon. And at that 205, I drafted Rasheed Rice anyways. I was very excited about that. I'm excited for you, but man, that draft, as you were giving me updates, <laughs> drove me nuts. With all the trade up for picks, I just, I don't know how you all kept track of it. It was intense. It I've never was done ridiculous. A, a, it ridiculous <laughs> is a better word for it. We've done a lot of keeper leagues. I've never done a true dynasty like this. So that was my first rookie only draft. Um, and it was exciting. There were so many trades that happened during the draft. It was very interesting. But why don't we get to these teams? Yeah, I think it's only right that we start with the Titans because Victoria Edie Butler is a Titans super fan. Yeah, she is. We're going to ask her a couple Titans questions yes. tomorrow. So I think we should start there and just kind of break down what this team is looking like right now. Quarterback, we have Ryan Tannehill, but they also drafted Will rookie Will Levis in the second round. Yeah, I can't imagine Tannehill will be there past this year. No, and last year he ended the season. He was the 27th ranked quarterback. I almost said in half PPR leagues, but then I didn't want to hear your <laughs> smart-ass comments. <laughs> and yeah, with 167 points, he did miss five weeks due to injury. He did not have any top five finishes last year. And he's currently valued at a dollar, which I feel is fair. Yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> staying away even for the dollar. I have mm -hmm. no interest in Ryan Tannehill. Well, what do you think about Will Levis? I know a lot of people thought he was going to be like go right away in the first round. Yeah. Last year with Kentucky, he had 2,400 yards, 19 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and a 65.4 completion percentage. Yeah. I'm just not a fan of Will Levis. I don't think he has the it factor. It's the mayonnaise and the coffee, wasn't it? It's the mayonnaise and the <laughs> coffee and the rotten bananas, the, all the shenanigans. No, I just, I know he had a really good combine, which is mm -hmm. why everybody thought he would be drafted in the first round, but I thought his slide was appropriate because I don't know if he's a franchise quarterback. It's interesting I would like to go back and look at the data and see how many franchise quarterbacks were not drafted in the first round because I bet it's not a lot. You know, usually your guys that are going to lead your franchise, they go in the first. Mm -hmm. Well, that's an interesting stat we'll have to look into. But, yeah, yeah I don't know. I'm just not feeling it <laughs> with the Titans quarterbacks. I guess we'll have to weigh in on what Victoria says tomorrow. Yeah. Um, well, uh, and we'll get to it, but. The receiver group doesn't inspire confidence either. No. So but that's part of it. They're running back. Yeah. Derrick Henry does because last year he had 269.8 fantasy points, five top five finishes. He's currently valued at $44 and he finished out the 2022 season as the fourth ranked quarter, fourth ranked quarterback, fourth ranked <laughs> running back, which is exactly what he was projected at the start of the season. He was the only one, I think, that finished where he was projected. And he had some impressive <laughs> stats. Uh, he, one thing I found interesting of his stats from last year is that he had 33 receptions. So he had a total of 1538 rushing yards, but he got another almost 400 yards in receiving yards and 33 receptions. And I, I felt like that was a lot. And then I looked back at his previous years and the closest year to that 33 was in 2020 with only 19 receptions wow. for 114 yards. So I don't know what the deal <laughs> was last year, if there just wasn't, I mean, he seemed like a 
I, I frequent think, receiver for them last yeah, year. I think part of it is the same thing we're going to have this year. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a lot of receiver help. So do you think we're going to see those kind of numbers out of him again? I think we definitely could. Uh, the thing that concerns me, they obviously drafted a guy in Tajay Spears, who I think will be the successor of Derrick mm-hmm. Henry. This might be Derrick Henry's last year. There's even been talk that they could cut him because of really? cap casualties. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that'll happen. I think he will be on the Titans, and I think this is a team I feel like the that, Titans need him. Yeah, I think this is a team that's going to run the ball a lot yes. between Derrick Henry and Tajay Spears. Derrick Henry going for $44. What do you think about that? That's far from where he used to go just a couple years ago. It is, and it makes me a little nervous to spend that with Spears coming in because I don't know, because like, this is a team that is going to have to run. You're right. Yeah. And are they going to move into that two running back split that we've seen like where they're sharing time where they're both on the field Tajay Spears he put up similar numbers to Derrick Henry's year last year yeah he had um so I said that you know Henry had 1530 rushing yards at Tulane Spears had 1581 yard rushing yards and, and impressively mm-hmm. averaged 6.9 yards per carry. I mm-hmm. know NFL and college is different. I know some of that factors in playing, you know, very low teams. But that is impressive either and way. And 19 touchdowns compared to Henry's 13 yeah. last season. So, I mean, those are similar numbers. Right. So he is a, you know, a talented running back. And I think this offense is going to be set up to where they can support them both, Mm -hmm. honestly. Now, Spears is only valued at a dollar right now, and I think that that's a steal. Yeah, for sure. If you're, especially if you're talking keeper leagues, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of these prices are same for whatever reason in dynasty and non dynasty, or I should say in keeper and non keeper. But in a keeper league, you value a guy like Spears a lot more, I would think. You do. So that's interesting. Sleeper mm-hmm. is a little little off there, in my opinion. But uh, are you drafting Derrick Henry for 44? It's a little high, but I'm going to spend money on Derrick Henry. Okay, yeah. And Spears for a dollar, we both think, is uh, a micism, a no-brainer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about these terrible wide receivers. <laughs> um, sorry, sorry, Victoria E.D. Butler, if you listen back to, to this episode, <laughs> but... These these guys aren't exciting to me at all. Yeah, let's look at the wide receivers. Traylon Burks, he missed six games last season. He ended the season with 55.1 fantasy points, and he only made the top 20 once for wide receivers. He was ranked 80th. Ouch. It's and not, that's our top option now that that's, Robert Woods it is, is gone. Well, their second option Right now, Nick Westbrook. McKinney. Yes, thank you very much. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Ranked 82nd. So you have your main wide receivers are not being drafted early in fantasy football, in my opinion. <laughs> Definitely interesting. Finished with similar points, 57.7 fantasy points, one top five finish. But his next highest finish was 30th. Yeah, inconsistency just, there. No. I remember he had that one blow-up game, and it was like, mm-hmm. oh, he's the hot pickup. I think we even talked about it on waivers, and that was one that did not pan out. I don't know how they're going to have success, how the quarterbacks are going to have success, or the team mm-hmm. with these as their top receiving options. And it doesn't get any better with tight end Chico Zia Okonkwo, who had 65.2 fantasy points, 
two top five finishes, but still finished 24th overall. For tight ends, that's not good. No. <laughs> now, he's talked a little bit to the press about how he's going to have a, a really good year, but talk only goes so far. He's going for $2. Are you spending $2 on Chico Ziyama Conquo? He's not going to be my backup tight end. No, I I agree with that. So Derek Henry and Tajay Spears are the only people we're targeting and that we would spend some of our auction money on, correct? Possibly. I might. I'm going to keep my eye on Will Levis. Okay. The, the rotten banana eater does it for you. I didn't say he does it for me, but I, he has to have a sense of humor. He's he was being he's a kid on. <laughs> I, we don't really need to get into this again, but he's a kid making whatever TikToks, whatever he was doing, wherever reels. I don't know where this was. Yeah. What was it on? Was it on TikTok? I, it might have been. I he's don't just know. Being I just a stupid press. kid. Yeah. Making stupid. He doesn't really drink mayonnaise in his coffee and eat black bananas peel and all. So like, he's a liar. No, he was just <laughs> being a kid. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> well, I'll tell you who's not a lie. And that's our next sponsor, Shady Rays. Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also have a chance to win $500. That ain't no lie. Shady Rays has you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. But that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all fireware. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. That's right. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. And if you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. And as you know, the NFL is going to play a lot of different international games well. Our international listener, Shady Rays, has you covered as well with shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take your receipt to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. All right, let's move on to the Texans. All right, the, I'm, I'm excited about this team. Are you? Yes. They, quarterback, I feel like we only have who they drafted, CJ Stroud, correct? He, I That's mean, all we're looking at, really. He's going to be their starter. I, yes. I'm, I'm positive of that. Last year, he had 3,688 yards, 41 touchdowns, six interceptions, and a 66.3 pass percent, pass completion percentage. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, had a really good year at Ohio State. Now he comes into this Texans team that I think is improving. And it is what is interesting. Sorry, I didn't. I know I'm cutting you off. No, you're fine. Okay. I, was, <laughs> I was waiting for you. He's only valued at a dollar, but he is going to be their starter. It is interesting. What's really interesting to me, talking, kind of bringing back my rookie draft in a dynasty league where you expect these rookies to be valued better, right? I guarantee you in our leagues that we run, he's going to go for more than a dollar. Well, he was the fourth quarterback off the board. Mm -hmm. Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson was first, Bryce Young, Will Levis before him, and he didn't go to the last round. And that really surprised me. Apparently not a lot of people have faith in this Texans team. I do, though. I like C.J. Stroud. I would draft him for probably up to $5, to be honest. Similar, I think I would too, especially in a keeper or dynasty league. Yeah, for sure. But who excites me more is their running back. Damian Pierce? Yes. Explain. I just, 
watching him last year, he did get to a little bit of a slow start as mm-hmm. a rookie. And but when he got going, he looked good. I know he didn't have any top five finishes. He did have three top ten finishes though, and that was after a slow start, a bad team, and he missed the last four weeks due to an injury. I just I think he's going to be a very good fantasy football running back. He did finish the season twenty seventh ranked, still valid for drafting yeah. running backs in your fantasy leagues. But like you said, he missed four weeks, so maybe he would have finished higher had he been not injured the last four weeks of the season. Yeah, and they didn't give him the start right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of a mix before he completely took over the backfield. So, But I, I think he'll be sharing this year as well, a little bit at least. I think he will be the featured back, but he's not going to be the only back involved. Because they yeah. picked up Devin Singletary mm-hmm. from the Bills. And last year, as a starter on the Bills, he finished the fantasy season with 140.2 fantasy points, one top five finish. He's valued at a dollar, but he was ranked 24th. Yeah, it's interesting that he continues to finish in the top 30, and he's somebody I always avoid, even for cheap. I don't know why. I just have never been a fan, Mm -hmm. um, nor thought he was a true starting running back. So now that Damian Pierce is there to carry the load and he's there to kind of spell him, it might be a good spot for him. But I'm still not going after him. I'm going after Damian Pierce. All right. Who are you going after? You didn't tell me. I know you're trying to withhold this information so I don't block (laughs) you in the draft or change... How you I can't withhold but... information on this show. <laughs> no, you, not, you can't. So No, I don't know. Honestly, when I was looking at, and we'll kind of get into this later, but not, when I was looking at the AFC South, I wasn't really targeting Texans running backs. All right. Sounds good. But I do think that, you know, I mean, not as my, they're not my must-haves. Mm-hmm. They are maybe later on, like, you know, your flex position. Yeah. For as gross mm-hmm. as this division is, they do have good running backs. I'll give them that. Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, Damian Pierce, Travis Etienne. I mean, they have good running backs. Not top 10, except for Derrick Henry. Right. Right. No, <laughs> that's true. But draftable guys. Mm-hmm. How about these wide receivers? They don't, they don't, they don't scream fantasy wide receiver ones. That's for sure. <laughs> no. Um, let's start with Robert Woods. Bobby Tree. Your Bobby Tree, who you love to hate. (laughs) Yes. Finished last year with 62.7 fantasy points, no top five finishes. He's valued at a dollar. He finished 64th overall in half PPR leagues. Yeah, I'm not drafting him. You always like Robert Woods. Previously, you can't say I always, but he's had some good games in his past. Yeah, he was successful on the Rams. Yes. For a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, and that is when I had him, Justin, yeah, and yeah. that's what counts. <laughs> Fair enough. He was on the Titans last year. Now he switches to their division rival. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Always interesting when that happens because they faced each other twice a year, and I expect that he'll want to have good games. Mm-hmm. But I'm still not going after him. <laughs> <laughs> they still, the Texans still have Nico Collins. He missed seven games last season, so he only finished with 60.1 fantasy points with no top five finishes. Again, he's valued at a dollar. He finished 78th because of those missed games. 2.6 points less than Robert Woods. Yeah, he missed seven games. Mm-hmm. I kind of like Nico Collins' upside. I Yes. Yeah. Same. In fact, the, the rest of them, I kind mm-hmm. of like their upside. And if they are just a dollar or two, 
I might take a stab if I need to fill out the wide receivers. Who's these next guys? John Mechie. He missed his rookie year last year due to leukemia. However, coming from Alabama, his last year at Alabama in 2021, he had 1,142 yards, eight touchdowns, and he is valued at a dollar here. All Let me just get this out of the way. All <laughs> of the Texans wide receivers are valued at a dollar right now. Yes. All of them. And because of C.J. Stroud, I think I'd I'd take a stab at some of these younger guys mm-hmm. like Nico Collins, John Mechie. The next guy who C.J. Stroud, after being drafted, told the organization, I want you to draft this guy. And they did it. Yes. Nathaniel the Tank, or just Tank, <laughs> Dell. I'm going to call him the Tank, though. But Frank, that's just me. The Tank. The Tank. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, last year at Houston, he had almost 1,400 yards and 17 receiving touchdowns. That's a lot of touchdowns. It is. And his nickname is interesting because he's kind of a smaller guy. He's not really a tank at <laughs> the all. Tank. The mini tank. The mini tank. But he is an electric player and... C.J. Stroud wanted him on the team. That, to mm-hmm. me, speaks a lot. And the fact that they he went to the organization and said that and they drafted him also, I feel like, speaks a lot to their mm-hmm. trust in C.J. Stroud. Yes. And this next guy, I have a feeling he's going to go for more than a dollar, especially <laughs> in our Iowa leagues. But Xavier Hutchinson, rookie out of ISU, last year he had... 1,171 yards and six receiving touchdowns. Yeah, he was a good piece for Iowa State. Um, So another guy that has upside, he slipped in the draft. Interestingly enough, was also drafted in the USFL college draft. So if he doesn't make it here, he's already got a spot in the USFL. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take a look at... Real quick, who's your... uh, Out of these five, who would you take? Who, Who are you after out of these five? Any of them? She is thinking. I'm more interested in seeing kind of what Tank is going to do. Yeah. But I think Nico, for, for depth, it's hard for me when a player misses that many games. Yeah. No top five finishes in the 10 games that he did play. I just, I don't know. I think that hopefully their rookies come in and make a difference on this team. Tank, Mechie, Collins, Hutchinson. That's my order of how I would be targeting them. You just said you were going with Nico. I like his upside, but I think I would target Tank above him. Mm-hmm. Tank and Mechie, I, I think he's going to be healthy. It's hard. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't want to like say, but is he going to be healthy enough? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we hope so. Um, mm-hmm. You would hate to see a young guy kind of miss out on his career because of that. So we hope. I hope he has a good year, uh, you know, just because of that. Yeah. Now let's talk about the Texans tight end. I know you're excited about this guy. Coming over from the Cowboys <laughs> to the Texans, Dalton Schultz. He finished 10th out of tight ends last season. He did miss two weeks, so maybe he would have finished 8th, yeah. 9th. I don't know. But he finished with 85.7 fantasy points, three top five finishes. Two of those were first, Ooh. which I think matters. For sure. Um, he's currently valued at five dollars. First is the only thing that matters in fantasy football. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I think Dalton. Do you think Dalton Schultz still has it? Absolutely. Uh, I was shocked the Cowboys did not re-sign him. I think that was a very bad move on their part. He gets to stay in the state of Texas. I don't know. I don't even know how far Dallas and Houston are from each other. Pretty far. Are they? Well, I guess I don't know. Well, <laughs> you have no idea. You're just saying it. Isn't everything far away from each other in Texas? May- maybe, but he's still in Texas, you know, still uh, still the same state taxes, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
And we alluded to the fact that we think he's going to be a really good target for a rookie quarterback because he's going to be where he needs to be on the field mm-hmm. and he's a shorthanded tight end. And I think out of receivers on this team, the most reliable oh, that yeah. we know of for sure right now is going to be Schultz. Yeah, for sure. I I would target him. Even mm-hmm. if you don't think the team is going to do well necessarily, I think he's going to have good upside. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to these Colts who are, they've struggled recently. Yeah. The turnover at quarterback, I mean, they had Phillip Rivers, then they went to Matt Ryan. They're just kind of struggling for an identity at quarterback, it seems like. And they picked up this offseason Gardner Minshew. Minshew mania. Who was backup <laughs> to Jalen Hurts last year. He started two games while Hertz was injured. And one of them was a top five finish. It, it was. He is currently valued at a dollar. And I think if I was going to take a quarterback, I would be taking their rookie, Anthony Richardson. I agree with that, though. It's hard to argue with 50% of your games being top five. <laughs> of two. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's still 50%. I did the math. They have already said, Jim Israel, owner of the Colts, already said that he wants Anthony Richardson to start sooner rather than later. And by mm-hmm. sooner, he means very soon. Yes. Last year at Florida, he had 2,549 passing yards. Only 53.8 passing completion percent, though, which is yes. the lowest we've talked about. He's got some bad mechanics now and then, and mm-hmm. so it makes some boneheaded mistakes. You're going to have that. Speaking of those boneheaded mistakes, he had 17 touchdowns last year and nine interceptions. Ouch. But he also is a rushing quarterback because he had 654 rushing yards and nine rushing touchdowns. And that's his his rushing ability is going to be what's huge fantasy football wise. He's got Justin Fields like ability. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is electric when he takes off running. So I think fantasy football wise, that obviously has a lot of upside. You don't have to be a great passer. No. All right. At running back, we really only have one running back to talk about for the Colts, and that's Jonathan Taylor. And I think, well, first, he finished 34th last season for yeah. running backs. It's but a good I think he would have. It is, but not when <laughs> you want them to be much higher ranked, Justin. <laughs> well, <laughs> you can target your your running backs in the 30s no, and I'm save all the, the top 10. The for number me. 34. I know. <laughs> but he did miss six games, finished with 118.4 fantasy points. Two were top five finishes. He's valued at $52. Which last year 52. he was valued at around 60. And we said we would not take him for that price because no. we thought two years ago he had, uh, I think, 20 touchdowns. It was 18 rushing and I think two receiving. And I think that 60-some was chasing that. I kind of still feel like 52 is chasing mm-hmm. that. I mean, that's still very high. He's very good. Don't get me wrong. But this is going to be a look where if Anthony Richardson is playing, he's going to take some of that rushing touchdown and rushing exactly. yards away. And we just talked about Derrick Henry, who finished fourth for running backs, was projected to finish fourth, actually finished fourth, and he was valued at $44. Well, Derek Henry's Look at all those old. fours. Four, four, <laughs> four, four, my lucky number. Okay. Well, Henry's <laughs> old compared to Taylor. I, I understand that. <laughs> Henry's also probably going to share time with Spears. Yeah, true. But like you said, Jonathan Taylor is going to lose some of his rushing yards. To Richardson. Yeah. And I have a feeling even if Richardson doesn't start at quarterback right away, they're probably still going to have some design plays for him, mm-hmm. which will include him running. So 52 seems like a lot to me. It does seem like a lot. When we haven't seen him, I don't know. He didn't play a full season last year. It's just hard to know what's yeah. going to happen this year. Yeah. Let's talk about these receivers. 
All right. Michael Pittman. Yes. He was 23rd ranked wide receiver, valued at $17 right now. He did miss the game last season, ended the season with 117.5 fantasy points with no top five finishes. This one's tough for me because as bad as Matt Ryan was, Matt Ryan was decent as far as chucking the ball a lot. He threw the ball for a lot of yards. I think Pittman, his value probably takes a step back, whether it's Minshew or Anthony Richardson. I know $17 isn't a lot, especially for a 23rd ranked, and Mm -hmm. the price probably reflects the quarterbacks. I'm just a little cautious about how well he'll do with these rookie quarterbacks. Now, he's the top guy on the team for receiving, Mm -hmm. but I'm a little nervous about it. He is the top guy, followed by Alec Pierce who also missed one game, but only had 71.3 fantasy points, finished 60th overall for wide receivers in half PPR leagues. He's valued at a dollar, and so is rookie Josh Downs. And last year at North Carolina, he had 1,029 yards and 11 receiving touchdowns. Yeah, between those two, I would go for Downs. I, I think, yes, absolutely. But I don't know that I'm really targeting any of their wide receivers. Pittman, for me, the breaking point would be $15, I think. I shouldn't say that because that means if he's at 15, the people in our league that listen to this know that 16 will get him. But I think 15 (laughs) is my breaking point for Michael Pittman. He's very talented. I just, I don't know if the numbers are going to be there this year with the growing pains that I think they're for sure going to go through. Mm -hmm. Let's move on to tight end. We have three (laughs) on this team to talk about. One. I, we have three. I don't I don't think they'll all be relevant, but I have no idea who's going to start, and they don't either. I don't think any of them are going to be ones you're going to want to target. There's one I do like. but Who do you like? Let's start with who you like. Okay, so, and this is more just, I really liked him coming out of college, Jelani Woods. Mm-hmm. He was a rookie last year out of Virginia Tech. Very talented tight end. And last year, he had one top five finish, even though he was playing with these same three guys. Finished 32nd. He finished the best out of them. But again, of course, 32nd is not doing you anything as your tight ends. I just, I think he takes a step forward. You highlight his one top five finish, but so did Mo Ali Cox. He had one top That's five true. finish too. His and name, his name gets me every time. <laughs> he finished 44th. Who are you looking for? Mo Alley Cox. <laughs> Anyways, right. go on. <laughs> <laughs> they also have Kylan Granson. Finished 42nd, right in between, I guess, not right in between, but in between Mo Alley Cox and Jelani Woods. See, these are not tight ends that I feel like anyone's going to draft if that's where they're finishing. No. I don't know if they're going to finish there next season, but. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I would not suggest drafting any of these guys. Mm-hmm. If one of them starts to blow up and look like they're a true tight end one of the team, then it might be worth a waiver. They'd have to they be get getting a lot of action, though. Yeah, but if they absorb everybody else's, you know, then maybe. Say Jelani Woods gets his. The, the other 64 points from Granson and Mo Alley Cox, then maybe we're talking about a tight end that can be on your fantasy football team. But you're right. 32nd being the best one, there's no point drafting them. He says, knowing he'll get them at a steal. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No, you're right. I wouldn't go after him. <laughs> let's, let's move on to the Jags. The probably the best team, they're heavy favorites in this mm-hmm. conference for the first time in what feels like years. So yes, at quarterback Trevor Lawrence, he finished eighth for quarterbacks last season. He finished with three hundred three point seven fantasy points, four top five finishes. He's valued at twelve dollars, and I think that's 
I don't like to go over $10, but I think that's fair if you're getting a top 10. 10 was absolutely where I was thinking as well. But, you know, it's hard to argue with four top five finishes. That's mm-hmm. good, of course. And he he was consistent all year. And I, I think he's got a chance. This is his second year under coach Doug Peterson. So I think he has a chance to take another step forward as he's mm-hmm. learning, or I guess not learning. He knows the offense, but as he's more comfortable in it. Yes. And we already mentioned Etienne at running back for the Jags. Yeah. Um, he finished 17th. With 170.1 fantasy points, two top five finishes, he's valued at $39. What do you think of that? I think he would be valued higher if they didn't just draft a rookie running back, who I do believe will eat into his time. But Etienne is a talented guy. They traded away James Robinson, who was a young running back for their team. And I think they did that because they felt comfortable that Etienne could be the guy. $39, though, for somebody that I think is going to end up sharing some of this load with Tank Bigsby. Another tank, but his name is actually Tank. <laughs> yeah, right. And he is more of a tank than Tank Dell. But yeah, I don't know. Thirty nine seems just a just a skosh well, high. Okay, let's talk about this. Seventeenth ranked, valued at thirty nine. He also has a rookie coming in. We just talked about Derrick Henry. Finished fourth at four, and he's valued at forty four dollars for five dollars more. Yeah. Wouldn't I, you rather have Derrick Henry? Yeah, ETN's just younger. I think that's probably why. Maybe that's why, yeah. but this team has a throwing quarterback. Right. They They're a- not going to rely on the run as much as the Titans are. Right. No, that is very true. So that's that price You're convincing point. me that it's a little high. Yes, it's high. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah. <laughs> well, what would you do? Do you have a price for him in mind? 30? Is 30, 30 more appropriate? I was kind of thinking 30. Take $9 off of that and yeah. 30 maybe the max. Okay. Ish. I don't know. Well, how about Tank? Do you are you have interest in Tank for a dollar? For a dollar, yes. Yeah. For a dollar, I will take most rookies that <laughs> we think might be starters. They could have upside, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah. Etn will be around for a while, so I don't think Tank takes his job. But I could see a scenario where they're both relevant because mm-hmm. this is a efficient team, and this is a good team that down the stretch last year started to dominate. And when you're ahead, you run the ball, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe they start giving Tank more carries when they're ahead. So, yeah, I could see it. At wide receiver, we have Christian Kirk, who yeah. finished 11th overall in half PPR leagues for wide receiver. I got him last year. Why, you're shaking your head over there. Well, I'm just, I'm looking, I'm looking at my stats over here. You know, a top five finish, finished 11th, and he's ranked, or he's going for $11. Which is and weird, isn't it? Is, it? <laughs> it is. And nobody drafted him last year. I got him in three different leagues, I think. One for a dollar, one for two dollars, and one for three dollars. It was I just remember it was one, two, three. Uh-huh. And he was a good obviously he finished eleventh. He was a good wide receiver. I don't understand kind of the disrespect coming towards Christian Kirk. It's odd to me because for eleven dollars to know that I could have an eleventh ranked wide receiver, I'm mm-hmm. all over that. And he might not Finish the same. The same because mm-hmm. they have a new guy that they traded for. Yep. They also have Kelvin Ridley coming back. Right. Yeah. Well, from his suspension last year. Yeah. He got. He, he didn't. He wasn't. He's not coming back to the Jags. Right. We have him coming back to the NFL. <laughs> That's. There you go. Yeah. Traded from the Falcons, I guess, after the suspension, they were done. Mm-hmm. Of course, he was suspended for online gambling on an NFL game. But yeah, he's a young guy that is a talented player. Yes. If his head is right. Now, I don't know if you remember, but the year before he was suspended, he stepped away from football because of mental illness, which I think is important. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you have 
Antonio Brown has done that a couple times, been on a team, stepped away. Josh Gordon has done that a couple times. He's been on the team, then he steps away. I don't want to see that become a pattern, of course. So for $15, I don't know what I think. For $15, that's a gamble. It's like it's gambling to see if you're going to get. How appropriate, gambling with Ridley. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But if he puts up numbers like he did before he stepped away. Yeah. Before his suspension, it's worth it. Yeah, no, that's true. I think and I And they just, have a good quarterback right now. Yeah. I would rather do eleven on Kirk than fifteen on Ridley. But that's just me. Unless Ridley comes back and steals a show. It's very possible. Uh, he I, has that upside. He does have a lot of upside. And I don't think Zay Jones is going to be stealing this show. He's on their team. <laughs> <laughs> he he didn't finish too horrible for wide receiver. He finished 26th with 116 fantasy points last year and one top five finish valued at a dollar for finishing 26th. He's valued at a dollar. Now that has to be because I think, of all the other options on this team. Well, and I think, yeah, Ridley's going to step into his spot. Mm-hmm. So he won't be on the field as much. And I think that's probably a reflection. But you're right. I mean, he finished 26. He's somebody that Trevor Lawrence threw to a lot last year and is comfortable throwing to. So still might be definitely he worth might a flyer. have relevancy. Yeah. Yep. And then we also have Parker Washington, rookie out of Penn State with 611 receiving yards last year. He had a 13.3 yards per catch with two receiving touchdowns. Only two touchdowns. Yeah. Now... I've talked about it before. That was with Sean Clifford thrown to him. I'm a big Parker Washington fan. So I kind of like his upside, but I do think he's a little bit buried in this depth chart. And we can't forget our tight ends because they are also going to be taking some of the... Like, there's a lot of options on this team. There are, with yeah. With the re- four receivers who all could be relevant. Um, and you have two tight ends. Evan Engram finished sixth overall for tight ends and half PPR leagues last year with 103.9 fantasy points, two top five finishes. He's valued at $14. Yeah. It was somebody I, I specifically remember you throwing out as a bargain on our tight end episode last year for a dollar. Yes. Now. Okay. Evan Engram valued at $14. Christian Kirk, $11. (laughs) That something, where are you getting these values? Sleeper. This is from Mm -hmm. sleeper. You got to remember though, producing tight ends are not, as relevant or i guess not as what am i trying there's not as many as there are receivers you could throw in i know but it just seems however 14 dollars for ingram seems a little it bit seems, much it seems much yeah that's what i'm trying it to seems say much. It seems much <laughs> is your brain tired honey it seems a little much bit. <laughs> well i use that word when few do trick <laughs> it seems much <laughs> okay they also Brenton Strange, rookie again out of Penn State. Yeah, they took two Penn State rookies. Last year he had 362 yards, five receiving touchdowns, valued at a dollar. Yeah, rumor has it their their, um, scouts only went to one game and it was a Penn State game. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) But but yeah, it is unusual to see him take two different pass catchers, Mm -hmm. one wide receiver, one tight end from the same college. Yeah, I mean... He also went to Auburn. Yeah, he he did go to Auburn before... Oh, Tank went (laughs) to Auburn. No, I'm saying their scouts went to Auburn. (laughs) I was like, wait, Brenton Strange went to Auburn? No. Um, And you're like, oh yeah, like you're going (laughs) to validate me. Who am I to question you? (laughs) Um. Yeah. No. I lost. Yeah. It was a Penn State Auburn game. That's right. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I would rather go for Ingram, just not for fourteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Well, that's our That's our breakdown. I have a question for you. Okay. We're going to do a player one, player two, and you pick one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So player one in two years of college had 5,273 passing yards, 63 touchdowns, nine interceptions, 867 rushing yards, and 15 rushing touchdowns. Okay. In two years in college. In two years in college. Like his last two years? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Player two had... 8,123 passing yards, 85 passing touchdowns, 12 interceptions, but only 88 rushing yards, zero rush touchdowns. Who would you target out of those two, just based on those stats? 85 pa- He threw 85 touchdowns in two years? Yes. Is that normal? <laughs> it's a lot. It seems like a lot. Okay, so what, who do you choose for fantasy football? Yes. Give me a moment. No, I know. I'm throwing you on the spot here. Because, okay, 85 touchdowns compared to 63 touchdowns, but how many rushing? 867 rushing yards, no, 15 no, no. rushing okay, touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So you're getting... 78 total touchdowns for player one. The 85. rushing yards. Yeah. It's the rushing yards that's like right there. But you're talking a difference of like 3,000 passing yards. Yeah, almost. More interceptions. But only by three. Three more interceptions. Right. Because, okay, the 15, the rushing touchdowns are still six points. Right. It's not like they're giving him more. He's just getting more yards in rushing yards. Most leagues now, though, passing touchdowns are four. Too much math, Justin. (laughs) Well, no, but the rushing would be six. Rushing That's what I'm trying to get at. Okay. And 867 rushing yards is 86.7 points. Fantasy points, that is. I'm going to go for the rushing quarterback because he has rushing talent. I don't know the... I know that the player player two, quarterback two, had over 8,000 passing yards. Yeah. But that could depend on so much it could depend on like the team like who they play they played played. for the same team if that makes a difference they played for the same team yes oh my god justin (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i still like the upside of a rushing quarterback yeah but that is hard i would have to do math and come back to you and i can't do this math on the spot player one Mm -hmm. is justin fields oh my goodness okay well that's who i was choosing player two is C.J. Stroud. Oh, my gosh. Those are C.J. Stroud's stats. It's surprising to me that it seems like C.J. Stroud is getting a little bit of hate fantasy football-wise or a little bit of undervalued. Well, I know there's I no rushing ability. I think the Panthers should have took Stroud. Well, I do, too. Yeah. I know there's no rushing ability or upside there, but the passing is insane. Now, he had he did. There's a lot of people that mm-hmm. will make the argument that he had better, much better receiving core than Justin Fields did, which I agree with. But it's just interesting when you look at the two of them, because Fields played for Ohio State for two years, then Stroud took over and played for two years. Wow so, they they had two gr- they had four years of great quarterbacking. That's the the one thing I don't know if I like about college football is it's easy for an Ohio State or an Alabama or even a Georgia now to continually be great because they can recruit the best classes. Who doesn't want to play for mm-hmm. Ohio State? Who doesn't want to play for Alabama? You know, um, that's why it was great to see TCU and Max Duggan in the in the uh, title last year. But I, I'm going to tell you though. Now that I know who they are, my answer doesn't change. I still would pick Justin Fields over C.J. Stroud. His rushing ability. I love a rushing quarterback, fantasy mm-hmm. football-wise. Rushing quarterbacks are crucial, it seems like. Yes. Most of your top quarterbacks are ones that can run, aside from Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is one of the outliers right now. But mm-hmm. anyways, 
Who's your top quarterback in this division? For the AFC South, I maybe it will surprise you, maybe it won't. Okay. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, same. Followed by CJ Stroud. Yeah. I know you just asked me for top, but I I picked two for everybody. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> no, I completely agree with that. If I was taking a flyer on one other, it would be Anthony Richardson because of his rushing ability. But mm. but Stroud, look at those stats you just gave me. We're just like, yeah, I want that. <laughs> All right, how about your two running backs then? We're probably going to differ on this one. I think so. Derrick Henry, followed by Jonathan Taylor. All right, my top mm-hmm. running back, Damian Pierce. I knew, I knew you were going to do Damian Pierce. I think Pierce. he's going to outshine all of them in this division this year. My second one would be Derrick Henry, though. It would? Okay. Yes. Well, Sorry, and I Jonathan was, Taylor. I mean, I was between Jonathan Taylor and ETN, except Taylor missed six games. Yeah. And I averaged. So he played 11 games last year. I averaged his points, and he had 10 points, an average of 10.7 points a game, which is almost a full point more than ETN had last season per game. Look at you doing the deep dives. That's why you come to old-fashioned football. Because, <laughs> so, yeah, ETN finished with 170 uh-huh. fantasy points. So that's 10 points a game average. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, And, yeah, Taylor had more and missed games. All right, well, how about wide receivers? I like those stats. Christian Kirk. Yeah. It's hard not to, right? And then any of the Texan rookies. Like, I'm keeping my eye on the Texans rookies. <laughs> I wouldn't say any. Let me see. I well, there's to... two, Tank, Dell, and Xavier Hutchinson. Tank. Tank. Okay. Tank. Unless you're including Mechie since he mo- I was missed kind his year. Including him. Yeah. And I guess I shouldn't say any. I'm just, I've been keeping my eye on them. Sure. Because I expect great I'm going to go Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley, both on the same team. I think they're going to be the best. I just think this Jaguars team has the best quarterback. I mean, yeah, you're you're considering switching out your Texans rookies. I can see that's okay. Stick to your guns. I know. Well, it's just that. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) With Stroud, there's got to be a wide receiver on that team that has a good year. Somebody's going to break out. Yes. A blow up year. So that's why. Yep. Tight end. Did you pick two tight ends? I did. Oh, my goodness. I tight did. Tight end expert. I mean, I have my two, but I think they're probably the same. But let Engram me see. Engram and Schultz. Schultz and Engram for me. Engram, you know, he finished sixth, and he's yeah. been consistently more up there. Schultz has not been top six for a couple of years, I feel like. Maybe he was last, like, in 2021. I don't remember. But I think he's going to do well yeah. for the Texans. I just think Engram is still going to be more successful yeah. on the Jags. Yep, makes sense. The Jags team overall in this division, like, for me, like, these players, I picked Jags and Texans players. Yeah. <laughs> I stayed, well, no, I picked Derrick Henry, right. Titans. True. I didn't pick any of the Colts. Yeah, down here for the Colts. Do you have anything else on AFC South? It's not as impressive <laughs> as the <laughs> NFC North. So, <laughs> And Just and that's even that. taking the biasness out of it. It's I know really not. because I brought you those amazing stats. We have top 10 players in every position, yeah. multiple top 10 players in every position in the NFC North. Yep. So it just is opposite in the AFC South. Yeah. Don't forget. <laughs> to come back tomorrow to listen to our interview with Victoria E.D. Butler. Talk only Titans. No, just kidding. We're going to talk mostly whiskey, but we are going to ask her We're going to talk some Titans. Titans. She needs to give us some like... What's um, the buzz? Yeah, in, give us some hype Tennessee. on the Titans and make us more excited <laughs> about them. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, it, it, tomorrow's going to be fun. It will be. So make sure you check it out. 
How's your old fashioned over there? It is. It's gone. Going once, going twice. Sold. Old fashioned football.